Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I have a nine-year-old daughter. I have three kids. And I told my nine-year-old daughter that I was going to be speaking with you. And I said, what do you think about the climate change? Climate change. And she said, the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon. And I asked her how that made her feel. And she said it made her feel angry. Ah, then she burned a police car, which is what Democrats do. Then went on a looting spree. You know how they are. Well, happy Monday to you and welcome. You may have stayed up late, at least East Coast time, and watched the big football competition where climate hero Taylor Swift was in her $2.5 million skybox with a uh, Satan-worshipping, what did you call her, a a potty mouth? A potty mouth? With her uh, really lame music, her lame song. Uh, But uh, but never mind that. With, uh, you know, Ice Spice. Ice Spice and Taylor Swift. And uh, I've been making fun of Taylor Swift flying around in her private jet and lecturing people about the climate and the environment. And now she's hanging out with Ice Spice, who's doing Satan hand signs and wearing an upside-down cross. And her bit so- her big hit song is, You Think You're the Beep, uh, expletive deleted S-word, comma, fart. That's the name of the song. And the lyrics don't get much better from there. But uh, back to the climate, because this is very important. The, um, the... <laughs> I, I love the, the 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 hypocrisy of it all. It's it's classic Democrat Party stuff. The University of Pennsylvania six days ago published a piece. Taylor Swift can be the climate hero we need now. We need now as the, we need a climate hero, and uh, Taylor Swift could be it as she flies around on her two private jets. Then the other headlines are uh, even Swifties. They call her fanatics Swifties. Even Swifties are struggling to defend Taylor's private jet use. I, I, I'll defend her private jet use. She's been very successful, and she bought private jets, and she uses them to go from place to place. But uh, that's okay with me. The thing is, it's not okay with her, but she's the one that does it. And Mashable, Taylor Swift is facing criticism for her private jet's CO2 emissions amid Super Bowl speculation. That's when she was going to fly from Tokyo, where she was having a concert, to Las Vegas to be there with her boyfriend, who shoved the head coach of his football team. But pay no attention to that Kansas City Chiefs that won last night. And it was a fun game in the end. Uh, Chiefs winning 25-22 in overtime. Sort of fun. And uh, also, the Economic Times jet-setting Taylor Swift downsizes private jet collection amidst legal threats and environment concerns. Sure. Yeah, but the University of Pennsylvania says that she might be the climate hero we need now. 
first of all, we need a climate hero. You know, the weather needs a hero, and she could be it. And it's okay, like John Kerry, you know, Boltneck, he flies around on his wife's private jet and lectures other people about uh, driving in six-cylinder cars because they should be driving electric cars that plug into the wall and are charged by coal-burning power plants miles away, but pay no attention to that. Now, all of this is completely absurd, and that was uh, Democrat Congresswoman Katie Porter that we played coming in, explaining that her nine-year-old daughter has been so terrorized, presumably by her own mother, a Democrat member of Congress, that she believes the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon. We're all going to die soon. That's what her 10-year-old, now now she's 10 years old, uh, that's what her 10-year-old daughter believes. And I just want to, I should probably get a hold of Katie Porter's office and send this story because I don't want her 10-year-old daughter to be looking for sharp implements to open a vein or anything like that. But here's the headline um, from the Associated Press. Ocean current worries scientists. Scientists are worried. Maybe it's the union of very, very worried scientists. Could be the union of very, very worried scientists. Study says scenario that will put Europe in deep freeze, put Europe in deep freeze, but only Europe, I guess, not not the rest of uh, the Northern Hemisphere. North America, I guess, will be impervious, and uh, Russia. But study says scenario will put Europe in deep freeze, and that scenario is moving up. Seth Borenstein of the Associated Press An abrupt shutdown of Atlantic Ocean currents that could put large parts of Europe in a deep freeze is looking a bit more likely and closer than before as a new complex computer simulation finds a cliff-like tipping point looming in the future. I, uh, you know, I like warmer temperatures myself, I think. A warmer planet is a better planet. A little global warming would make more people happy. And fewer people would die from weather-related things. But the left, they like death more than we love life. So a long-worried nightmare scenario triggered by Greenland's ice sheet melting from global warming. See, global warming, ice sheet melting, Greenland, causing change in current, Europe freezes. See, got that? It's science. This is science. But I think Katie Porter's daughter might want to read this and maybe move to Europe and never come back. That'd be great. So the uh, long worried about scenario uh, triggered by Greenland's ice sheet melting from global warming still is at least decades away, if not longer, but maybe not the centuries that it once seemed. Now, wait a minute. You're telling me that you guys have been in a closet somewhere worried that Europe is going to freeze in centuries, and now you think that this new ice age may be only decades away and not centuries away because global warming is going to cause Europe to freeze. See? Because the ice sheet in Greenland is melting, and then you know what happens. The currents in the Atlantic Ocean change, and then Europe freezes, and they're all dead. It's uh, quite a tragic scenario, actually. That's good stuff. This is according to a new study that was released on Friday in the... uh, the journal called Science Advances. Science Advances, and sometimes it goes backward, too. The study, the first to use complex simulations and include multiple factors, 
uses a key measurement to track the strength of vital overall ocean circulation, which is slowing. I think there's always been a little too much ocean circulation anyway, don't you? A collapse of the current called the Atlantic Meridional Overturning Circulation. Sure it is. That's what it's called. It's because it's in the meridian and it's meridional. It's in the Atlantic, so it's the Atlantic Meridional Overturning Circulation, which they naturally have an acronym for, which is AMOC, A-M-O-C, <laughs> AMOC. I'm sure they say AMOC. I'm going to call it AMOC because there it is. Would change weather worldwide because it means a shutdown of one of the key climate and ocean forces on the planet. It would plunge northwestern European temperatures by 9 to 27 degrees over the decades, you see, 9 to 27 degrees. Well, I guess they'd have to move uh, south or maybe get a coat. They'd probably have to get a coat. Maybe mittens. They could get, you know, if you're going to be in Europe, there's a, a future in mittens. Get uh, buy into the mitten industry right now because you can always use more mittens when it gets cold. Just amazing stuff. Uh, over the decades, and uh, could uh, extend Arctic ice much farther south, turn up the heat even more in the southern hemisphere. That doesn't make any sense, of course, but that's this is, this is what they know about the climate and the weather, and it changes every couple of weeks. And for Katie Porter's daughter to be in a, uh, you know, we're all going to die soon panic is just kind of classic Democrat Party stuff, terrorizing children. All right, I just I enjoy that because, you know, I like the weather. I like, uh, I like everybody. I like warmer weather, weather better than cooler weather. I grew up mostly in Chicago, Chicago and New York, a little Milwaukee. Uh, but Chicago is real cold. You know, New York and Milwaukee not known for their, their balmy climate either. And then I moved to Santa Barbara, California. I had just turned 19 years old and I moved to Santa Barbara, California. And I said, wow, you mean parts of the planet are like this? I had some idea, but, you know, when you move there, it's... Uh, it's a revelation. And everybody likes Santa Barbara better than Chicago when it comes to the weather. But the Democrats, they want more Chicago and less Santa Barbara. What's the matter with them? Brain dead. All right, speaking of brain dead, let's go to Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the president of the United States. He stole uh, troves of classified documents, including highly classified documents with sources and methods that uh, would compromise our intelligence gathering and endanger human lives. And that's okay because he's a Democrat. And the, uh, the big investigation by special counsel Robert Hur discovered that these documents were kept here and there, and they're all over the place, and he had them for years, going back to when he was a senator. Uh, he never had declassification authority, as President Trump did, um, and uh, Robert Hur's report also said that Joe Biden's brain is no good and that he doesn't remember things like when he became vice president. That was January 20th of 2009, um, and then when he stopped being vice president, that was January 20th of 2017. I can tell you that, and Joe Biden couldn't tell you that, and he was actually the vice president. He couldn't tell you what year his son Bo died. It was 2015. I never met Bo, but I know that he died of a brain tumor in 2015. Joe Biden keeps saying he lost him in Iraq and, you know, all these things. His brain is completely broken. 
Um, but we got all that going for us, and 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 he really needs to step down. And I've got uh, he really does need to step down. And I've got a bunch of stuff for you on that today too, President Trump, and and more on that. But he is not up to the task of being president. We know that. It became abundantly obvious last Thursday when uh, we found out about the Her report and and the uh, Joe Biden interview. And then Joe Biden did that that press appearance at the White House where the wheels came off in public. And we all know that he's not up to the task of being president, but our filthy news media is so profoundly corrupt that they continue to prop him up like that weekend at Bernie's guy, you know. Uh, but... Joe Biden did not do the, the Super Bowl interview. And again, brand new poll shows 86% of us believe that he's too old to be reelected and to serve out a second term as president. His own wife, she's got issues of, uh, of her own. But um, I'll get to the James Carville thing in a minute. But even though he didn't do the Super Bowl interview because everybody knows he's not up to the task of doing an interview or holding a press conference or being president of the United States, he did put out this lunatic video that's about 45 seconds long, and he's sitting in a, a lush-looking White House movie theater with uh, thick red velvet seats, very plush, very dark red, and a presidential pillow. And he sat there with multiple cameras around him. They brought in multiple cameras and trained the cameras on him from multiple directions. They did that because they knew that he couldn't speak or read a teleprompter for 45 seconds, right? I, uh, I for example, do not have a teleprompter here. And I do a three-hour radio show every day. I'm not the President of the United States. I'm signing the cross. Who would want to be President of the United States? But here's Joe Biden. Yesterday, um, and I, I, I don't know if anybody's counted the number of edits, but if it's a 45-second video, there might be 50 edits because they know he can't complete a sentence or a thought or read a teleprompter. And Joe Biden, uh, instead of doing the Super Bowl interview, they released this video yesterday, last night, of him talking about shrinkflation, which he apparently just discovered that is to say, in Joe Biden's economy, thanks to Joe Biden and the left and Bidenomics, which is a slur, it wasn't. It was intended to be a brag, but it has turned into a slur of his economic policies. And uh, oh, look what I've done! Look what I've done! All right, we're going to pause right here, and uh, and then we're going to play the. Uh, the next uh, block will be dedicated to Joe Biden's video about shrinkflation. Somebody just explained to him. That'd be, they didn't explain it's because of his inflation, undoubtedly. But, well, who's going to tell him? Cobble Kirby? I don't think Cobble Kirby will tell him. But he just discovered that um, there are different ways of, uh, you know, that inflation applies. Sometimes your bag of Cheetos gets smaller, but still costs the, the same. And uh, Joe Biden just discovered this yesterday, and they put out a video it is just more proof that he needs to resign. He needs to step down. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. 
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Now, Joe Biden and Joe Biden's White House and his media allies, his media bootlicks, very excited yesterday. CNN, Biden calls on snack companies to stop shrinkflation ahead of Super Bowl. That's the actual CNN headline. He calls on snack companies to stop shrinkflation ahead of the Super Bowl. President Joe Biden doesn't want corporate greed to eat into your Super Bowl snack spread. This makes a lot of sense. In a video posted Sunday to X, it's formerly known as Twitter. Is that going to go on forever? How stupid are you people? Do you ever learn? The president called on companies to put a stop to shrinkflation. You're the president of the United States. Why don't you put a stop to inflation, moron? Uh, Joe Biden's 45-second video. The Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two. Edit, 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 edit. His face jumping from camera to camera to camera, different angles. And there are little drums going. they got a little drum beat like a kid on a drum set. While watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. It's a ripoff. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. Let's make sure businesses do the right thing now. What a moron. That is that uh, this man is he is uh, dangerously dumb. He is unbelievably ignorant, and the, everybody around him is also a maroon. They're just unbelievably ignorant people. This is inflation, and companies are adjusting because people expect it to be one dollar. Uh, but and he's reducing the. Do you ever count the number of potato chips, and you you see that it weighs a little less. Um, you know, shrinkflation is obviously a real thing. Burgers get smaller at restaurants, and they charge the same price. There are fewer French fries with your uh, cheeseburger. And Joe Biden is calling on companies to stop what is inflation by another name. They can't stop inflation, Joe. It's your crumbling economy, you numbskull, you dimwit. Joe Biden criticizes snack makers for shrinkflation ripoff. That's his level of thinking. All right, I have been updated. A nice person on uh, Twitter directed us to a, uh, on X, directed us to um, Travis Kelsey's mom, Donna. Donna seems like a very nice person. She was uh, sitting off in the seats while her son's girlfriend was sitting in her $2.5 million 
Skybox having flown in from Tokyo on her private jet. And that was uh, the topic of some discussion last night. Turns out later in the game, mom did move into the skybox with Taylor Swift, which which um, makes me very, very happy. It warms my heart. I really don't care very much at all, but that's okay. She was uh, seated out there in the stadium somewhere. And then, uh, you know, maybe um, uh, somebody got an earful or something. And mom did go to the to the fancy seats later on, the $2.5 million skybox, which is nice. But initially, sitting out here in the stands by herself, looking at her phone, nobody around her, just by looking lonely. Very sad. And before the game started, I saw that on, on CBS last night. So I wanted to update that because a nice person sent us, hey, hey, you said Kelsey's mom was off in the stands and not in the skybox. And she was for the beginning of the game, but apparently moved later. I think Taylor wanted to see if she had enough room for her famous friends first. Had to wait and see, you know. So we got that going. Also, um, this is a uh, this is another another peculiar one. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who's running for president. He's obviously a lifelong Democrat, but now he's running as himself, something like that. And he's very concerned about shrinkflation too, as Joe Biden is. Just amazing shrinkflation video attacking companies for shrinkflation. It's called staying in business, moron. You've made everything more expensive. But never mind that. All right, so let's go, let's go to uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And the headlines are funny from the shrinkflation thing, too. Because the media, they just, they just want to give him a tongue bath. And he keeps doing embarrassing, ridiculous things. And they have to keep looking like idiots. Sucking up to him, which most of them are are fine with, of course. But all right, let's go to Robert F. Kennedy. Does Robert F. Kennedy? He's got a pack. It might even be a super pack. What's the difference between a pack and a super pack, Michael? A radioactive spider. Could be a radioactive spider. Maybe a radioactive spider is the difference. That's possible. What's the difference between a model and a supermodel? Supermodel is the one that's on your show. Supermodel is the one. That- it's, you have a TV show, you can have a model on, or you can have a supermodel, and then, you know. So they got they got that, and and uh, Robert F. Kennedy has either a pack or a super pack, and uh, according to this report, it's a super pack, so it must be a really good pack. Forbes magazine, Robert Kennedy Jr. apologizes to his family after a Super Bowl ad copies JFK's famous campaign can't do that. He's just your uncle. And you're a Democrat running for the presidency. And, you know, then he was shot in the head and killed by a communist. But never mind that. Presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. apologized to family members late Sunday after a super PAC, not even his own campaign, backing his campaign, aired an advert. Now, Forbes magazine is an American publication, isn't it? Then what do they say? Advert. They're trying to be un-American, British, advert. During the Super Bowl, using slightly altered visuals from a classic advertisement. Now it's an advertisement used by his uncle and former president, John F. Kennedy. The advert, they're back to advert, which uh, remains a pinned post on Kennedy Jr.'s X account. Didn't that used to be known as as Twitter, at the time of publishing, 
is a near-exact copy of a famous advert used by his uncle during his 1960 presidential campaign. The advert, they're going to keep with that, however, places the former president's, replaces the former president's photos with those of the independent candidate while using the same jingle urging voters to choose the man who's old enough to know and young enough to do. Old enough to know, young enough to do. See? That's uh, that's the thing. So uh, Kennedy Jr.'s cousin Bobby Shriver, son of the former president's sister Eunice Kennedy Shriver, strongly criticized the advert for using their uncle's and his mother's face, adding she would be appalled by his deadly health care views. He's got deadly health care views. There is no divergence of opinion in the Kennedy family. Um, and when their cousin who beat Martha Moxley to death with a golf club comes in, they all say, hey hey That's actually a true story. You know, uh, they used to, on the Johnny Carson show, used to do the golf club swing and Ed McMahon and Johnny Carson. And they, hey oh And I know, I know people close to the Kennedy family all over the place. And uh, when the, uh, the golf club killer comes into the room, they think it's all funny. They think it's funny to say, hey oh and swing, a, like do a fake golf club swing. But never mind that. That's okay in the Kennedy family. But using your uncle's likeness, that's no good. Former Maryland lawmaker and Shriver brother Mark Kennedy Shriver also chimed in saying, I agree with my brother Bobby Shriver. That's nice. Brotherly unity. I like that. Simple as that. Sure. Right. That's the thing. Kennedy Jr. responded to the criticism by tweeting, was it on X, that he was sorry if, quote, the advertisement caused anyone in my family pain. That didn't cause anybody in your family pain. No, Sirhan Sirhan did. He was a Palestinian who was angry about U.S. policy toward Israel, and he shot and killed Bobby Kennedy and, uh, you know, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s father. And then the communist, Lee Harvey Oswald, or the CIA, shot and killed. They should release those thousands of classified documents they're still sitting on. Uh, but here is the uh, here's the ad, and it was kind of, I, I recognized it immediately to be, a, you know, a knockoff, a... Uh, uh, a, a reanimation, let's say, of the 1960 John F. Kennedy uh, TV commercial, which has cartoons with people marching with signs and a, a you know a happy tune. And here is I can't show you the video because I'm on the radio, but it sounded like this. Want a man for president who's seasoned through and through. Seasoned through and a through. A man who's old enough to know. And young enough to do. See? Well, it's up to you. It's up to you. It's strictly up to you. Strictly up to you. American Value 2024 is responsible for the content of this advertisement. Sir, American Value 2024. That's the uh, thing. Was there, there was no video of a car tumbling off a bridge in Chappaquiddick, was there? Because, you know, that's another one of his uncles. And after that, the Democrats ran him for president, Ted Kennedy, and that was just fine. So now he's apologizing to his family. I thought the ad was kind of fun, and he's a member of the Kennedy family, and as 
father was uh, Robert F. Kennedy, the senior. His uncle was John F. Kennedy, the senior, and, uh, and on and on. And uh, the ad was fine. But uh, Democrats, they're just moody, aren't they? Terribly moody. Not good people. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That's, uh, that's a crazy thing. In the meantime, Joe Biden was talking about shrinkflation. Angry with Cheetos. Because, you know. And then there was an interesting one of the Super Bowl ads. Mark Wahlberg, who is an actor. A Hollywood actor. And uh, who was it? It was Johnny Depp, I think, wasn't it? That said, of uh, President Trump, when's the last time an actor shot and killed a president, right? I think that's, I think that's right. But uh, Mark Wahlberg is a, uh, he's a very successful actor, and he um, is a Catholic, which might seem contradictory and counterintuitive and, and stuff. But he, he seems, I don't know him personally, I've never met him, but he seems like a perfectly you know, normal person. He's got, uh, it would seem, uh, normal ideas. And he's in a lot of fun movies, the, you know, The Departed and uh, Boogie Nights and Ted with that stuffed bear, which was a crazy movie, pretty well. But he had one last night that was not what you'd expect at the Super Bowl about, um, again, being Catholic and praying. And uh, Ash Wednesday is, uh, is coming up and Lent and he's talking about uh, Lent, and that was it's like, wow, that had to scorch some eyebrows in, uh, the, like on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. We thank you for this time to come together as a family, as friends, and as a country. Help us, Lord, especially this Lent, to grow closer to you. Amen. Join us in prayer this Lent on Hallow. Stay prayed up. Stay, stay prayed up. Not so bad. Wow. Mark Wahlberg leads a prayer in Super Bowl 24 commercial for Catholic app. There's an app for that. It's called Hello, H-A-L-L-O-W, uh, Hello. Uh, and um, he's an actor, appeared in the spot alongside Jonathan Raumi, uh, known for his portrayal of Jesus Christ in the TV series The Chosen. So there are some people in Hollywood who are people of faith and uh, recognize the existence of God and Jesus Christ, um, but not many. I think it would be fair to say, but not many. And then a crazy person went into a, a church in Houston with a rifle apparently intent on shooting people up. But fortunately, off-duty police officers working as security there were able to stop her before she killed anyone. And she was tragically killed herself, which is not a happy thing. All right, now let's, uh, let's take a telephone call, Michael. I haven't, uh, haven't gone to a call quite a while. And I should do that and talk to the nice people. Let's go to, uh, let me see, where are we? Let's go to, um, let's go to Marcus on line four calling from Gainesville, Virginia, Marcus, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Thank you very much for taking my call. I just wanted to make a comment on something. Uh, I went to a funeral this past Saturday. It was in a Catholic church, and it was uh, predominantly black. And the priest said something, and he forgot what he was saying, and said, Joe Biden's not the only one with memory problems. Then right after he said that, he made another comment. He said, someone told him 
that they would vote for Joe Biden, even if he was rotting in his skin. The reason I say that is he's got a lock on a lot of people who will vote for him no matter what. In my own family, we have many, I have many family members who are going to vote, and even when I try to explain to them the bad things that happened while he was in office, it doesn't make any difference. He's Democrat, and they're going to vote for him. But I thought that that was kind of inappropriate for the priest to say that in the church. Well, uh, you know, I, I, he probably saw it as uh, being self-deprecating, right? Uh, and get a little laugh. It probably got a little laugh, didn't it? It, it did get a laugh. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, because he forgot something, he felt awkward for a moment. He said, you know, Joe Biden. But he, you know, it's pointing a finger at Joe Biden. It's kind of a political uh, kind of a political statement, which is interesting. But, you know, and, and I got to tell you, Marcus, I've seen... I've seen at least a couple of other things lately of people saying, if Joe Biden were dead, same thing you're saying, if he were rotting in his flesh, I would still vote for Joe Biden over Donald Trump. And they would say, or any Republican. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted to make that comment. I uh, was kind of disturbed by it when he said it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing he thought that it was uh, self-deprecation and he'd get a little laugh and uh, and he apparently did, uh, and it's and also you know it's a it's a mock of Joe Biden and and I you know some people I guess just learned last week that Joe Biden is brain dead and and his memory is not functional. Um, you probably knew that a long time ago. And oh, I knew I knew it at the uh, at the begin, the last election. I knew right off the bat. I. I Look, used to look at him, and I would say, how could you possibly vote for this feeble old man? And it's gotten worse, but I knew that three years ago it was, uh, it was really bad. Yeah, um, yeah, well, you were right, and, uh, uh, you know, and, and I have heard it again and again that they would vote for Joe Biden if he were dead, and they may actually have to do that. Yeah, well, well thanks again, Chris. I always enjoy you know, listening to you and speaking with you, and you take care. Thanks very much, Marcus. Thanks. Yeah, that's, I, I, I saw it on the big board there, and it was like, you know, at a funeral and uh, talking about uh, Joe Biden and his brain deadness. Brain deadness. And, uh, and I do have more on that. You know, in fact, well, uh, what do we have? Now, I've got James Carville, the uh, lifelong Democrat weirdo, the raging Cajun, and he's a freak show all by himself. But he was on with his pals at CNN doing the Circle Fest, and and uh, he was asked, you know, uh, Joe Biden's not doing the interview, the Super Bowl, the biggest audience in the history of the world, for free, and it's CBS, so you know they'd fluff him. Why isn't he doing the interview? What James Carville said has gotten a lot of attention. Democrats need to quit bedwetting. My wife's already changed me to rubber sheets. <laughs> By the way, Kamala Harris is out there now saying, I am ready to lead. So the Secret Service is going to keep her away from Joe Biden, especially when he is near heights and staircases. She's ready to lead. What, we don't know, but she's ready to lead. I told you a little while ago um, about, you know, the Democrat Party is an anti-Semitic party. Joe Biden is calling Benjamin Netanyahu uh, a nasty word, 
that begins with uh, A and ends with whole. And um, I've got an update for you on that. But I told you about the, um, the megachurch, megachurch in Houston, where a woman showed up yesterday with an AR-15 rifle under her trench coat and a kid that may or may not be her kid. And she was shot to death by off-duty police officers there working at the church as security guards. Off-duty cops stop female shooter at Joel Osteen's Houston Mega Church. Well, I've got an update for you on this. Um, and it's, it's a, obviously a tragic and a terrible story. Two off-duty law enforcement officers in Houston took down a woman who opened fire on Sunday at Lakewood Church, one of the largest evangelical churches in the U.S., led by televangelist, an evangelist who has a television show, Joe Joel Osteen, all right? And um, the woman in her early 30s entered the megachurch shortly before 2 p.m. local time, armed with a long rifle, accompanied by a child around five years old, and began firing, Houston Police Chief Troy Finner told reporters. Now, here's the update. The shooter, the woman in question, used an AR-15 rifle, the Democrats want to ban them, that had Free Palestine written on it, according to a federal law enforcement source. CNN is reporting. Now, it's buried way down in the story because they're filthy, dishonest people. Investigators are trying to sort out whether she was politically motivated well, she's got Free Palestine written on an AR-15 rifle. She went into Joel Osteen's megachurch and opened fire and was a suicide attack. She was shot to death, yet another Democrat Party suicide attack. And fortunately, law enforcement, who the Democrats want to defund, uh, were there off-duty working as security and saved the church from a massacre from the... Jew-hating Democrat Free Palestine lunatics. They're chanting Free Palestine over all over the Harvard campus and downtown Washington and New York. And they're all left-wing Democrats. If you're a Democrat and you're Jewish, get a brain scan. There could be something wrong. That's right. The lunatic under a trench coat had Free Palestine on her AR-15. <laughs> John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.